Hey guys, it's Stacy and Hutch, and apparently our bosses thought that we didn't talk enough. <laughs> so we're going to do a podcast. We're going to say too much. Hopefully we don't get fired, but it's a podcast, so they can't fire us for having our own thoughts. And we don't get paid for this, so how can you fire from something you don't actually do for a job? You're not getting paid? No, are you? Let's start the podcast. Hey, hello, everybody. Look, we brought uh, a a blast from the past. There we go. Hello, Hello. Grant. What's up, guys? Stacy, Rock. It's our friend Grant Winkstern. Yeah, thank you. Or what I like to call him is Gwen, because on the emails, it would be G Gwen. Yeah, G Wankstern, and then everybody (laughs) just sees Gwen. And I've actually had at the other show that I worked with. Gwen, can you please do this? I'm like, no, my name's Grant, but that's. We'll go Would yeah. you object to the if I said this lovingly? If I called you wanky, <laughs> nah, that's a little, that's a little too close to the old British term. We're good on that one. Well, welcome to Stacy and Hutch Say Too Much, brought to you by Mattress Galaxy. Now, Hutch is not here because he's taken uh, some time off. So we, and he's back actually today, but I said, you stay in bed, take a nappy. You can, you deserve to sleep in a little bit. So I thought, let's have, let's have our pal Grant on because I haven't seen him in such a long time. We pass each other in the hallway in a a mad panic Mm -hmm. because he's actually on a different show now. Um, uh, So we don't get to hang out as much, but we still have our Ross. Over there. It's good to be here. It always is, Stacy. Suffering just a bit. I'm going to tell you again, and I'm going to put this out in the universe so everybody knows it. What? Okay. And please, this is not this is not me hitting on you unless oh. you want me to hit on you. I can. I will take any I'll hits. Take a, I, don't want I just from the moment you walked in today, there is a positive aura around you. You <laughs> you look refreshed, even if you're not. You look good today. I mean, you look good every day, but today it just stood out a bit more. And I I think I figured it out. Uh huh. You are one of those people that can look really good casually. Well, I which did. I, I can't do. I did wash my hair. I was going to okay. say the hair is popping with the black KS95. Yes. Very I nice. think that's what it is. Yes. I think that's what did it for me, too. I'm like, ah, oh, she just looks very pleasant today. Well, and I do have my mattress galaxy bed. So well, that that helps. That helps. That's a big it. help. Yep. I'm sleeping better now. You can too. And uh and you know, since Hutch told us about his girl getting shoes, I have girl getting shoes now mm. too. So maybe he wants to borrow them. You know <laughs> I was just gonna say, can you get those up to the camera? They're not great looking, but they would get girls, I guess. They're very nice. To be to be clear, I don't get girls. I prefer to get guys. Thank you. Do we know? D- did Hutch give a deep breakdown to you on what girl getting shoes are? Because I think I need some of those. Oh, you can actually <laughs> go onto his Instagram and you can see photos of them. Is this Insta Dad Bod Hutch? Is that what it no, is? No, no, that's that is the um, mm-hmm. that's the TikTok. Okay, but his Instagram is uh, Hutch KS ninety five. I really should know these things. And there's him dancing as well. Oh. Oh, I kind of need to see that. I made sure that was available for (laughs) all of you. Lovely. Yes. So I thought we could talk about how we got into radio because I know we have all of us have very different paths into this business. Sure. And it might be interesting. Yeah. Okay. You want to go first? Because yours is probably the most unusual. Yeah, definitely. Um, Well, I, you know, let's just say I started out at Brown. Mm -hmm. I was working with a family business for a long time. And then that we started getting away from that. And I went out to Brown because I always wanted to get into radio. Grew up listening to radio and the family business that I was doing. Always had the headphones on talk radio and got through Brown and then um, 
didn't get a job right away. I didn't know you went to Brown. Yeah, I graduated from, I was actually part of the last class that they had there before they shut that bad boy oh, down. I got yeah. an email where they were like, yeah, we're going to be closing the school down. Yeah. Now, Take whatever you want on the way out the door, graduation. Yeah. Now, Brown, uh, was it Brown Institute? Is that what it was called? Or yeah. Brown College? Brown College. Brown okay. College. And Grant and I were there fairly similar times, yes. which okay. we can get so to. Tell yeah. us about it, because I didn't, I never went there, and I don't know anything about it other than it was a school for broadcasting. Or just radio? Yeah, if you knew what you wanted, which a lot of college kids, I will say, don't really know what they want. But if you were to the point where Grant and I were, and again, different stories, mine, I just always knew I wanted to do media and broadcasting. Mm -hmm. If you knew that that's what you wanted to do and you were going to stick with it through thick and thin, great school. Yeah, Yeah, great school. Where was it? Uh, Mendota Heights. Yeah, Mendota, Pilot Knob and like 494. And then who were teachers? Uh, I had Paul Kramer there for a while. He actually got me to apply to my first job here at KS95. Were these people who actually were in the Twin Cities who were were on the air or what? Yeah, Paul Kramer was actually, you. uh, I think maybe till recently or maybe still now, you would hear his voice in Honda TV commercials. Mm -hmm. I think he was actually one of the finalists or the guy that was chosen to do the be the Aflac Duck when the Aflac Duck guy left. One of them, yep, yep. Um, And Paul actually for years has taught over at Minneapolis North High School now teaching media and digital and radio and and such. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, Lisa Wright was running yes. running the shop. Lisa Wright had been in this market for years. So mm-hmm. after we are done with radio, it could have been a place for us to go and yes. continue. Yeah. But it is no more. No more. Well, I've long since this is a separate conversation, but I do feel like there's a void in the market where getting some sort of broadcasting school back up and running, I think would be very advantageous for somebody. The jobs are also dwindling, which isn't helpful either. Okay, I'm sorry, go on now that we know Brown. So I went to Brown, had that opportunity, which was great. And I I knew that that had a name in town. Like you could try to get at least an internship or a job in a smaller market if you got through Brown. So I did that. And then I actually was going to go work down. I got a job in Decorah, Iowa at KDEC. Yeah. I got offered this job, accepted this job, rented a house. Mm -hmm. But then at, conclave here in town which is a big radio uh broadcasting um convention we do here i ran into another uh, person whose family has been in radio big popular name in town here and he was starting up a podcast network and he's like hey you can stay in hometown here or you can go to decora and i he convinced me to stay so i stayed which ended up being how i ended up then applying for a job as an overnight weekend broadcaster here at ks95 and did that for a little bit for, I mean, I did that for a long time, but within about three months of being there, Ryan had his first hip surgery ah. and he had to go out and Rudy jumped in to run the board and they needed someone to answer calls and do all the stuff behind the scenes. So yes, we had morning show. Ryan had his uh, hip problem. And so he went, he was out. So then at the time it was Rudy, who was the producer. So yeah. he was going to have to run the control board because Ryan used to do that. Yep. So then they're like, someone's got to be in the other little room. Yeah. And that was you. Yeah. And then from there, Moon kicked us off air for 45 minutes, I believe. That, that was, was funny. That was what got him off the board, correct? <laughs> that was a big part of it. And then they brought in one of your old producers back into the room here. And then they needed someone to do the stuff behind the scenes. And so then I got in with Moon and Stacy for couple years and yeah moon did that because moon kicked you guys off the air that pretty much got me my regular assistant producer first ever assistant producer job with moon and stacy and we fell in love with our grand how about that yeah that is a great story grant and i know i've heard it but i've never heard you tell it in in that detail in that order and then the pandemic 
pandemic hit. Oh yeah, yeah, then, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I, I got let go, but yeah. story stop. And that's when we lost both producers. <laughs> and then Carissa, they said, Carissa, guess what? You're doing nights and producing. Yeah, and yeah, but She's we may been... do. But you ended up and you know coming back. Yeah, I ended and... up getting hired back by the company and worked for another station here and worked at a same same time slot mm-hmm. as you guys. But it's been nothing but a treat and you guys really you and moon and hutch because i was a part of hutch's show too with you for a while you guys really showed me a lot and i yeah i can't thank you enough it was the the, you know the best thing to be in my hometown and not have to go to a small town station and be here with you guys so yeah very amazing it's nice to be able to like i mean a lot of people well i'll tell you my story too but you know a lot of people are very lucky to be able to get into this market quickly which is hard to do yes and there are things actually that you need to teach me because there's stuff that you know as a producer you would do for me like with the commercials i need you to teach me some stuff because hutch does it for me now and i don't know how to do it when he's not here oh no yeah so i've got like eight things i need done all right (laughs) so you teach me we can talk after the show all right ross you want to go yeep yeep turn that mic on you know maybe i will but Okay, well, <laughs> if you're having a hard time with that, I can go next. <laughs> now okay, I'm back. Now go. I'm back. Yeah, I've produced a show every now and then. I think <laughs> yeah, I can get these mics right. Um, that was me actually just testing something on air production meeting. <laughs> uh, Grant and I, so you graduated what year from Brown College? Well, I started in like 2013, and I only had to go for about a year to get the two year thing because I okay. had my previous degree. So I was done by like 2014. Yeah, I'm trying to backdate when the, when the school ceased operations, but I graduated in early 2007. And I basically did what Grant was about to do. I went to uh, Winner, South Dakota, opposite mm-hmm. of Loser, Winner, South Dakota, <laughs> on the border of South Central Nebraska, North, no, South Central South Dakota, North Central Nebraska, literally defines middle of nowhere. Mm. I mean, you're in the rolling hills of South South Dakota and Nebraska at that time. Yeah, it, it, honestly, it was. Do, uh, I, I'm very appreciative of the time now. I will. I can honestly admit, I can't tell you how many times I called family members and said, "I got to get out of here." Mm-hmm. I am. I am 20, 21 years old. Sit, I would have. I loved the people of Winter, South Dakota. Still, really do look fondly on it. They adopted me. Literally took care of me. Invited me over for holidays. That's awesome. really sweet. Uh, yeah. So I have nothing but bad things to, or nothing but good things to say. <laughs> but bad <laughs> Sorry. things about the, having lived the, there. The bad things are the personal things where you don't see your family. You don't. You know these people, but you don't really know them. Sure. And when you move to a small town, it's funny we do this in Minnesota too. But you're never truly one of them. Right. They'll talk to you and then they'll be like, oh, but yeah, I mean, you don't know. You weren't here for that game five years ago. Or the other thing that happened to me was, oh, you're just here for now and then you'll move on, which is, you know, 99% true. But I mean, there's a small chance that's not true. I could say the guy who replaced me is Mm -hmm. still there. Oh, He left and came back. But anyways, I spent uh, two years in South Dakota, moved to uh, New Prague, Minnesota, played Played some polka music, some country music in New Prague. Yeah. And then I've been... There's a store there called Shiny Things. Oh, yeah. Yes. I've been everywhere in between in this market. And I knew probably from all the time I was 10 to 13 years old that this is what I wanted to do. And it's got everything to do with, you know, what Grant talked about. You know, I'd be traveling places with my dad. We were listening to talk radio or my yeah. dad's big into music. Be listening to music. I love sports. Sports talk radio. Sports play-by-plays. Big stuff. So it's... It's not in my blood from the sense of nobody in my family has been in it and me passed too. it down to me. Yeah. But it was in my blood, my yeah. DNA. Mm-hmm. I, I knew I was either going to do this, I was going to be a teacher, or perhaps maybe even a lawyer. 
and I probably should have been the lawyer for the money. <laughs> but <laughs> that's funny. But you that's would, a lot of work, though. Being a lawyer is a lot of work, and I'll be honest. To be a teacher, that's awesome. Yeah. I I did too. I actually started before I went to Brown. I went started my master's to get a master's in education but then i decided that was just a little it, it was i started it but never finished it but i love that you would be an amazing there have been there, i think so too there have been times in this business where i have gotten to the point where you know maybe i'm not just going to do the the cold stop and go start school all over again yeah but maybe i need to take some responsibilities and some time away from other stuff that i do and maybe start taking a class or two yeah. I'm not at that point now. I, I love this job and yeah. I love this company, but yeah. there's been other parts in my journey where I go, you know, I do love it, mm -hmm. but I also need to live a little bit. And it's funny because teachers don't make great money. No. But what I'm saying is if you don't think teachers make great money, they do if you're working in small town radio <laughs> in the middle of nowhere and you look at what a teacher's making, you're like, ah, did I make the right decision? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Summer's but um, yeah, you're not going to get rich doing radio. We've, no. <laughs> we've talked about this and I don't really need to say it on air, but I just I, I just think the people here are tremendous. It's yes. fun working with Stacy and Hutch once a week. I work with some of the Garage Logic crew once a week. I work with literally everybody, everybody. in this building in some way, shape or form, yes, you do. at mm -hmm. least on the radio side. And it's it's a ton of fun and management here has afforded me a lot of opportunities, a lot of responsibilities. The same thing that happened to Grant. I'm sure Grant got a very similar conversation because we're back. I mean, I was, I was told yeah. in those pandemic layoffs, Hey, we really don't want to do this. It's just the nature of the, of the beast. And I'll give our, I'll give our big boss credit. I yeah. mean, literally he, he let me go, gave me a few days and then he checked in on me almost weekly. Mm -hmm. He would send me emails of jobs and say, you should apply for this. Or, hey, I know such and such who works here. I told him all about you. You need to send stuff. So, oh, I mean, again, cool. like that, yeah. that stuff doesn't happen everywhere. No, it really doesn't. So I get, doesn't. I get kind of emotional and protective about this place when That's I do sweet. tell people yeah. it's different over here. And I've, I've worked for two other companies in this market and smaller stations. And I still say this, the small stations that I worked at were great. Mm -hmm. This is more of a family atmosphere than they were. It's true. Yeah. And I, I just think that that's incredible. I remember when, when the pandemic happened and, and my, I would call you my, my buddy across the hall. Cause we would always see each other at the, where the food's at, at. The <laughs> conveniently. Area. I would be getting, you were getting tea or coffee or something. And I would be like heating up my whatever. Cause I would end up eating lunch at like four. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd always see you. And I didn't really know your name at, at first. And then I learned it. And I'm like, it's my buddy Ross. <laughs> and now here you are producing our podcast. Full circle. I do need beautiful. I do need to because I legitimately don't know a ton of your background other than this stuff here. Well. So I would love to hear your story. And I'm sure many of the podcasters would love to hear whoa. it too. <laughs> well, we go way back to high school, actually, um, in my tiny town of Devil's Lake, North Dakota, 7,000 people. There were two, count them, two radio stations. Double the size of Winter, South Dakota, by the way. See, it's a metropolis. Um, and there was a country station. And now the country station was the FM. And then we had mm -hmm. the AM, which was KDLR. Boring the Lake region since 1923, I believe. And so my one of my classmates was on, my classmate Shannon was on the country station. She was a big country girl. And I was like, how is she on the radio? That is amazing. And I would listen. I go, I can do that. I was a theater nerd. So I was like, I could do that. Why am I not doing that? So this AM station um, was like literally a block and a half from my house. And I was about to turn 16. And I was like, I could get a job. So why am I not checking in there? So one day I just walked in and I said, do you need any help for the summer? 
And they're like, oh, I bet we could. So I'm like, yes. So I got the job and I was doing like clerical stuff, like, you know, typing because we had typewriters then. Oh, yeah. So I would type, I would take out uh, the trash, I would help them with billing, stuff like that. And I came home that day and my mom was having coffee with some friend of hers. And she said, well, how was your first day at the job? Mm -hmm. And I said, oh, it was fine. I said, I'll be on the air in six months. (sighs) Like laughing, like joking around my mom. And then she said, oh, honey, don't get your hopes up. And I was kind of mad at that, like. You were supposed to laugh at that. Mm-hmm. Well, look at me now. Yeah, well, that's just <laughs> where was, you're thinking, it, I'll show you. Exactly. Because that's the kind of girl I am. Just like my dad. Because somebody told my dad one time, oh, you'll never quit smoking. And he quit cold turkey like that after 30 years. That's I love people that can do that stuff. I so, think that's great willpower right so there. That's the kind of girl I am. It's like, don't tell me no, yeah, because me no. I will do it times 10. Well, yeah. I was on the air in like two weeks. <laughs> Good for so you. I learned how to basically run the controls when twins games were on. So that was kind of my new role. Um, the first thing I did was I did, um, they, they were doing a commercial and they wanted the girl's voice in it. So I'm like, I'm in theater. I can do it. So I started doing that. Then I started to learn to produce stuff. So I produced like the promos for the hockey games and the whatever games. And then I, ran the controls for the twins. And so I would be on the air. I'd start on a Sunday at 3 a.m. playing all the church music from 3 a.m. until whenever the twins started at noon or whatever. And then I would run the controls until the game was over. So I'd be on the air for like 12 hours. Oh, wow. (laughs) But I loved it. I didn't care. Well, that's also just that's honestly in this business, much like any any Mm -hmm. business that is kind of public facing. You have to do those things to get recognized and get noticed and build equity. Exactly. And they probably went, wow, this is incredible. You were 16 at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. So I ended up working part time. I would go after school and then we got the FM on my little station. So then I would have my little show at 3.30 after school. So I would play all the kids music. Oh, what do teenagers like mm-hmm. from like 3.30 to whatever, however, I forget how long it was. So I had a couple of hours of live. The rest of it was all satellite. Was it actually called After School? Is no, that what the name? No, that would have no. been such a great name. No, no. it was like I had to call. I used to use the name. What did I use? Stacy Davis was my name. I okay, Stacy Davis. Ooh, which I was like stupid. That. I should just use my real name, but whatever. Stacy Davis yeah. after class. The Stacy Davis show. So I would do that uh, for a couple of hours after school, Monday through Friday, and then I would work on the AM station on the weekends. So I did that through high school, and then it was college time. So I went to college in Grand Forks working at XL93 and I work weekends there while I was going to college and I got my degree in television production because my big plan was, oh, I'm going to be television news. Yeah. Well, God, I'll tell you something. (laughs) Yeah. I got a degree in journalism thinking I was going to write for the newspaper. That really worked out well. Yeah. I was like, wow, that seemed like a bad plan at this point. (laughs) Yeah. The thing about it though was, oh, my insecurity was so brutal. And, and, you know, it's funny because you're really good at the things you're really good at until somebody gives you a reason to doubt it. Mm-hmm. And that, yes. ha- that happens in high school and college because everyone likes yeah. to tell you how much you suck. Yeah. So that happened a lot. And I had a lot of trouble with, you know, self-esteem with my weight and all that. And it just really messed with my head. And we had this thing called Studio One at UND. And you had to audition. They made a big deal out of it. They really were in love with themselves. Whoever put Studio One together. So they really, it was quite the head game. And you had to really work hard to get on this show. It was one semester. Well, I got into the show, but what I didn't know was you had the one job that you auditioned for the whole season. So here was, was my job. 
I got to go and change the lights from this da, 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 to this <laughs> da, 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 during one segment. And I didn't even get to understand why we changed the lights. Someone just did it and then told me. Mm. And I'm like, well, I don't even know what's happening here. I'm just turning lights on and off. I can do that at home for God's sake. <laughs> I was true. pissed. And how do you really learn the business if you're just literally turning a yes, switch on or off? We didn't get to direct. We didn't get to run cameras. We didn't get to produce nothing. So I was like, this is a waste of my time. And I tell you, I wrote a scathing review at the end of that. I'm like, I don't know what this is about. It's like somebody's I, getting an yes, email about this. Good. I, I learned nothing. This was a waste of time. And I was mm -hmm. like, it's all about who you know, because you know, the person person who got to do the directing was this guy that everybody was in love with and uh, I was like this is really a, a stupid thing and I was like I I could have just gone to CCO or CARE 11 or um, KSTP and just asked for an internship and I probably would have done a yeah. lot better and um, and I was like I don't want to be on camera anyway because this is too much pressure and at the time I was still working in in um, in radio anyway so I thought I'll just stay where I am so I just kept doing that got my degree but I did change it to um, television production. And it's funny because television production um, is a lot like radio production now because radio production at the time was literally cutting and pasting. Yeah, way you, different. You would take the tape, it was like reel to reel, and you would take a razor blade and you would take a china marker and a china yes. marker basically is like a white crayon and you would mark it then you would chop it and then you'd take the other part that you marked and you would splice them together with a little bit of white tape and you would choop, and then you would have that together and it would that's how you would edit now it's all digital yeah. just like television is so i already feel like i could just walk into a tv studio and know how to edit which and of course everyone edits on their phone now so we you all have yep. a, t a, yeah. a degree already which is amazing. Whether you know it or not, everybody to some degree can work in TV or radio you just can. because of how many tools are at their disposal or exactly. tools that you can get for free. Absolutely. Did you go very quickly? Did you go from the Dakotas right into Minneapolis, St. Paul? What was the what was the journey there? Well, I went from my hometown to college and then um, from college, I went to uh Let's see. I got married. Uh, then I went to St. Cloud. Yeah, St. Cloud. Yeah. And then St. I went to from St. Cloud. I got, well, I was married. And then I got divorced. <laughs> and then I went to uh, oh, wait St. Grand Forks, then Fargo, then St. Cloud, then Minneapolis. Yeah, and, I think. And all real. Those are pretty good radio markets. You know, good. Yeah, boop, uh, you boop, know, boop, yeah. Boop, middle boop. middle markets, all kind of in the area, but. Markets where you can get a lot of exposure, but still learn. And I'll tell you, the best market for me was was Grand Forks. It was so competitive. Really? Like, oh my God! Yes. Wow. And there was such a great mix of people because you had the Air Force Base there. Sure. So you had lots of different people, and it was it was really fun. I really cool. had a good time there. Awesome. Um, should we do our snack chat stuff? Yeah, you want to do that, and then we can play our uh, pass or play. Should we tell everybody about Mattress Galaxy first? <gasps> do you want to get that? I out? would love to do get that. that you know what's in the coming open? up? Because um, by the time you guys are watching this, it's going to be Thanksgiving week, and that means. Black Friday is coming. 
Uh, also, after you get that tireditis from all the food that you eat, you'll, oh, yeah. you'll want a nice, comfy mattress. You're going to oh, want a nice right. nap. You know, with the help of Mattress Galaxy, I'm sleeping better now, and so can you. Mattress Galaxy can help you find that great night's sleep. And here's the nice thing about them. They give you no pressure to buy. That's one reason I really love them, because when you go into a mattress store or any store, really, where there's furniture, I like to hide. I slip in like, oh, I'm with these people. You've already <laughs> talked to them because it's so awkward. I hate when they try to upsell you. They don't do that to you at Mattress Galaxy. They're very nice. They won't pressure you to buy anything because they don't believe that, you know, your night's sleep should be a sales pitch. It should be what you need and what you want to buy and not some bells and whistles that aren't going to help you. Um, What they do is they will... um, ask you questions, they will listen, and then they will help you figure out what may what may solve your sleep troubles. Um, during Mattress Galaxy's Black Friday sale, actually, you can save up to $800 on select Stearns and Foster adjustable sets, as well as savings from Sealy and Tempur-Pedic. I have Tempur-Pedic. That's my recommendation, but it might not work for you. So you can see for yourself, just go to Hudson Hastings. They've got one in New Richmond, and the new location is in Woodbury, which is off of 94, right next to the water tower in Woodbury. So uh, tell them I said hi. Say hi to Suzanne at Mattress Galaxy. You can get faster than the internet, same-day delivery, too. So uh, Mattress Galaxy, sleep better now. We really take for granted our sleep, which is kind of incredible when you think about it because your sleep sets the tone for everything Mm -hmm. that you do. If you're not sleeping well or looking to upgrade, you got to check out Mattress Galaxy. I know. Do you? Oh, I'm sorry. I was going to say, and you know, it's like we all have this weird pride about how tired we are. It's like, (laughs) I work so hard and I don't sleep. Like, why is that a a thing for pride? It's so stupid. No, you should be telling people about how great you slept and how and how it's made you such a a better worker and a better person. So I dug into our little uh, drawer of snacks that we have because I will buy snacks and then we'll put them in there and then we forget about them. (laughs) So this is some of the ones I forgot about. I'm kind of excited about these because I remember uh, you guys read this in Food News at one point. So I do remember this. Now, these are tailgate candy corns. Love from it. Rocks. Love these can't it. be good, by the way. I just, I, I refuse to believe that these are good, all but right. I'm going to try all, and. Do we all yay or nay on regular candy corn? I like it, but I know a lot of people hate them. I'm fine with regular candy corn. It's even better if you put a couple peanuts with it mm. and you eat it. It tastes like a nut roll. Now, there are oh. several flavors here. Yeah. One, two, three, four. Look, you don't get a body this good without there are five, testing. <laughs> there are five Testing flavors. the finer things in life. Okay, there's five flavors. And if you, somebody eat one and tell me All what right. you think the flavor is. I'm going to start with the pink bottom red top. Okay. Little picture for you. This one? Yep. Okay. Ooh. Ooh. I don't know if this is. It could be it's popcorn. Good. I think I'm eating popcorn. I'm eating, what are the, what's the other flavor? What, one more time. Well, it could be fruit punch, vanilla ice cream, hot dog, hamburger, or popcorn. Oh, I got fruit punch. That's delicious. I think that's fruit punch is that pink one. The pink one, the, yeah. I want to know which one is the hot dog. Oh, I bet it's the this. Hot... This has to be. This is hot oh, dog yeah. or popcorn. The brown. <laughs> which one's the hot dog? Brown bottom. The more I just ate, I think. <laughs> that's not bad. Oh no, was hamburger. That is not brown good. bottom white top. I think is popcorn. Popcorn, yeah, that's not bad. Popcorn. So I've that's had two bad. good ones so far. Okay. Okay. okay, I'm gonna try. What that. do we think this one is? You want to try this one, Grant? Yeah, we're trying the same uh-huh. one. We're trying uh-huh. the white bottom 
you can't even really see it. White top, yellow bottom. This is fruit probably punch. the hot dog. Fruit punch is taking the taste out of my mouth. No, Ooh. this is popcorn. It's terrible. Oh, yeah. Popcorn is terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah. I think I have vanilla ice cream before. <laughs> I'm going to finish it. Okay. I'm eating them all. But um, that's, that's, this has got to be hamburger. It's getting, it's getting better, but it's not good. Which one's hamburger? <laughs> I'm thinking the pink bottom, yellow top. I think that's the one I had before. Oh, that's hot dog. So I then, think. Oh, well, that could be hamburger, though. Okay, then I, I want to try it for the hamburger. I'm going yellow oh. bottom, pink top. Oh, not good, right? <laughs> Trash can's right in the corner. Yeah, that's why I'm this is nasty. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, this no. is horrendous. Spit it out. Oh, oh. yeah, not good. Mm. <laughs> oh, good. We got that on camera. Oh. <laughs> oh. You didn't see it, thank God. It was oh, my goodness. That one's head. nasty. All right. Which one was that? Was that hamburger? Any? Yeah, there's something. That's not good. Okay, I got one left, which has to be hot dogs. So we're going to go for the round two of terrible. And that one was orange and orange. That one was um, pink bottom, orange top. Oh, I'm going to is... try and finish this one, but it's disgusting. <laughs> not not good. Uh, no. Okay. So no. I would say two and a half were good. Two were good. I would eat them again. Well, the good news is when I bought them there, there weren't many left. So somebody bought them up. <laughs> Oh, when you finish this one, Grant, you can like taste the mustard of the yeah. hot dog. <laughs> I'm over here, like, what the hell? Well, we hot can dog do soup greater than hot dog candy corn. Give me that fruit well, punch. Yeah. We can cleanse our palate now with the Kit Kat Duo. Oh, this is strawberry and Bring dark it on. chocolate, which Ooh. I think will be much better. <laughs> that, was, oh. that one was really. Bad. Have a finger. Oh, there you go. That one was dreadful. I don't know which one it was. I think it was the hamburger. Strawberry that was bad. The hamburger is the worst. And dark chocolate and butter. All right. Okay. This might mm. not be an accurate representation because of the taste that's still left in my mouth. Mm. I don't like the dark chocolate. I don't either because I'm not a dark chocolate person. Me neither. But, but yep, I would. Here's the thing: the hamburger. I love Kit Kats. Mm-hmm. Kit Kat traditionalists. I would eat these. I wouldn't buy them. They're not bad. If somebody handed me one, I would say, thank you. And then I'd be like, mm, I might just like nibble off the bottom layer and spit it out. See, I love dark chocolate. <laughs> I ate that whole thing. Yeah. I hate dark chocolate, but that was not bad at all. What was that? Kit Kat duos? Yeah. Okay. Cool. They also have other um, combinations of things. You got um, anything else or do we want to put Grant on the on the spot with our big uh, our big time game? We can do that, my friend. Next week, um, I will have figgy pudding in the house. Oh, hey. tis the season. From Spam. So bring what? us what? some figgy what? pudding. So bring yep. us some figgy pudding. Spam has just released figgy pudding. I ordered some and it won't be here till Friday. I was hoping it would get me early, but nope. So you do you had to order it from Spam? I ordered it. Actually, Spam was out. Oh. And I ordered it uh, from Amazon. Oh, so have you ever had figgy pudding? I don't believe that I have. Me neither. I think is this one that's got like rice or whatever in it. What is in it? Well, that's rice pudding. I don't know, but it says here oh, yeah. 69 people say they've heard of it, but only 17 have actually tried it. I've never tried it. I think I have had um, the actual real figgy pudding, but I don't think I've. I understand what Spam's done. <laughs> that's my. Their figgy pudding is different, I think, than the English delicious version, but we'll see. Well, Ooh, it's going to be a meat patty party. We'll find out. We'll be happy to give you some too next week. <laughs> we'll find out next week. It's time to play our game. Yay! Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da
Hachi isn't here, so be dumb. <laughs> We're going to play the game. It's time to pass or play, pass or play. We're going to pass or pass or play. The all-time standings now show Stacy atop the leaderboard. Woo! 14 to 13, you beat a very overconfident Paul Folger last week. Aw, Polly. <laughs> but he did give some good face with that side eye. No, the side eye. I've got to yeah. get a screenshot of that side eye so I can promote the week. Those who are watching this podcast via the YouTube machine will notice before you click the video, there's a still image and it is the side eye of Paul Folger. Yeah, he's looking good. He, uh, I, He's a he's, he's a fancy. A flirt. Oh, he's a yeah. Fancy there we go. Not, he's just a, he enjoys the finer things. He's well dressed, hundred percent. Did you see a recent TikTok or something where he went through all his ties and all of his suits oh, and he yeah, kind of yeah. brought his glasses up and down? I was oh, like, yeah. look at you, buddy. He, he was making love to the camera. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, he knows that he's in that business. Yeah. So Grant, here's how the game works: pass or play. First, okay. you, you get this very very intense music. Yeah, it makes you nervous. I'm gonna give some topics. You can pick first. You either decide if you want to answer the question or if you want to pass it. Lovely. If you pass the question and Stacy gets it right, she gets the point. If you pass the question, Stacy gets it wrong, you actually get the point. Got it. So there's some strategery involved. Okay. <laughs> your questions are, pardon me, or your topic, sorry, pardon me, happy birthday, Gordon, Monopoly, Counting calories, not done with my ex. Mm. Ooh, let's go not done with my ex. According to a new survey, 12% of women say they would still do this with their ex. A, go to a concert. B, attend a wedding or funeral. C, go on vacation. Or D, get married on a whim. Pass or play. A, I'm going to play. Go to a concert. B, attend a wedding or funeral. C, go on vacation. Or D, get married on a whim. I'm going to play. You're going to play. And okay. I'm going to go with B, wedding slash funeral attendee. Wedding slash funeral attendee is what you're thinking. And you yeah. said it was 12%? 12% of women. They actually say... They would go to a concert. I'm oh, sorry, Grant. Oh, that's not correct. Oh, oh. I was going with, Get like, you know, buzzer. maybe an old family member. They want to be by their side. Yeah. And I'm just a sympathetic I actually, th I think that's a, that's a great answer, especially if you were dating somebody for a long time and it ended amicably. Right. You know, just be there for them. However, but Grant, that's not right. You are down 0 to 1. Good job. So, Stace, <laughs> you have left. Counting Calories, Monopoly, Happy Birthday Gordon, Pardon Me. Mm, I'll do Counting Calories. Ah, tis the season. On average, how many calories will you consume during Thanksgiving dinner? Oh, Listen carefully and I will repeat them. Okay. Multiple guess. 4,500 calories, 4,000 calories. 5,000 calories or 3,500 calories? 4,500, 4,000, 5,000, 3,500. 
They're all so close. Okay. Um, they are. You know, there's. I told you this before. There's got to be one or two here that are difficult because we got to differentiate here. Mm-hmm. Well, let's see. If we're going to have pie and you're going to have gravy and you're going to have I'll say tailgate candy corn. <laughs> tailgate candy corn, but you're going to spit out half of them. I will say it is my instincts. Are they wrong or are they right? I will say 4,500. You're going to go with 4,500. Oh, sorry. I'm playing. Yeah, 4,500. Yeah, you're going to play and go with 4,500. Mm-hmm. Uh, Grant's really in the hole. He's got to run the table now. <laughs> <laughs> it is forty five hundred. Wow, I was going with four thousand. I I almost said thirty five hundred. That is basically assuming you don't eat breakfast or any other food that day. That is basically double the recommended limit. Well, and you know, and you yeah. know, people are eating more than just that. Oh yeah. Oh, for sure. That second helping plate right around Vikings kickoff. Yeah. Ooh, then oh, ooh. that's right. Then there's the sandwich. Like, oh, the, oh, God. oh, yeah. The so then there's sandwich. then there's the leftovers later that mm-hmm. night. And then there's that, you know, second lunch. <laughs> All those leftovers. Yep. Numbers. All right, Grant, you need to win three questions in a row, or otherwise Stacy's going to take a no problem. two-game lead no over problem. Hutch. Let's go with... Uh, Pardon me. I'm going to go with pardon me. You're going to go with pardon me. Yeah. not. not I'm, I'm staying away from the happy birthday. I'm staying away from Monopoly. I'm, yeah, going, I'm like, who? who's Gordon? And yeah, I don't play Monopoly. Me too. That's <laughs> what I'm thinking. So I'm going pardon me. Pardon me. This was the first U.S. president to pardon a Thanksgiving turkey. Oh. Was it A, Grover Cleveland? Was it B, John Fitzgerald Kennedy? Was it C, Franklin Pierce, or D, was it Ronald Reagan? Who was the first president to pardon a Thanksgiving turkey? I'm going to take this one. You're going to play. Wow. He must think he knows the, he must think he knows no. the answer. What English is that? I'm going down. <laughs> hey, you would be a good teacher. Still. I'm going to go either between Grover Cleveland and Ronald. Okay. And I'm Ronnie. We like to call him Ronnie. We're going to call him Ronnie around here. I'm going with Ronnie as a good publicity stunt in the 80s. Let's roll with it. Oh, and, Ronnie. And you feel really good about that answer. I kind of do. Damn it. <laughs> he swore on the podcast. Oh, is that bad? So, no, we can yeah, say whatever fine. we want. Nice. Um, It was actually Wait, John. Do I get to answer? Hey, no, uh, you won. You already oh, won. I already won. Okay, yeah. never mind. So <laughs> Clean was, sweep over here. So it was John Kennedy? It was John Kennedy. I was going to say Grover Cleveland anyway. Do you want to know the other yeah, questions? Was Grover or, yeah. Do you want the other questions really quickly for you. fun? If you want. Well, I mean, I could save them, but we'll just use them. Uh, happy birthday, Gordon, is in reference to Gordon Ramsay. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't have known this one. Anyway. Okay, well, just for people listening at home, did you know Gordon Ramsay was born in November? No. Which of the following is not one of his shows? Hell's Kitchen, Kitchen Nightmares, Hotel Hell, or Family Fortunes? Family Fortunes. That is it. You would have been correct there. And Monopoly, the best-selling board game of all time, which you two despise for some reason. I still play it. No one plays with me. Since Monopoly's inception, it sold, this is mind-boggling to me, it has sold 275 million copies. Wow. When was Monopoly first sold to the masses? Would it have been 1910, 1925, 1935, or 1950? Ooh, I did a 
I did it uh, today. I found out on it. I can't remember. Uh, it was early, early 2020 something. It was 35. 35. Just still, I mean, that kind of surprised me. Yeah, it's been around a while. For fans yeah. of Monopoly, a little suggestion. Monopoly deal card game. It is, you get like five or six people. It's like Uno on steroids with a little bit more like deceivery. Monopoly deal card game of the century for Christmas and Thanksgiving coming up. Give it a shot. Today on the pod, I was just going to say today on the pod, we have you strategery and deceivery. deceivery. That's right. <laughs> I like it. Oh, well, it's probably time to go, yeah, right? Yeah, it is. All right. Well, thanks for watching or listening and both. Um, our thanks to Mattress Galaxy for sponsoring the podcast. Mattress Galaxy's got locations in Hudson, Hastings, New Richmond, and now Woodbury. Next week's podcast, I will have the Spam Figgy Pudding. And uh, I'm not sure if I'll make an appearance or not because I'm on vacation, but I got nothing better to do. Um, <laughs> follow us on our socials at StacyKS95 on Instagram at Hutch KS95 and always you can watch this podcast on our YouTube channel or at KS95.com or on our app. Yeah. Thanks to our friend um, Grant. Yeah. And um, what's your name again? My name would be our, my, Ross Brendel. Yeah. Mr. Ross Brendel. That friendly fellow across the hall who's <laughs> now our producer. Add Brendel Ross on the Twitter machine. Mind if I throw mine out? Yeah, you go right ahead. It's at Grant Radio 80, or at Grant Radio 84. At Grant Radio 84. Check it out. Wonderful. Yeah. Peace out, everybody. Bye. Love you. Bye. Bye.